Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. iDare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training Member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies. And decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Broadcast. Just to remind you, this episode is a rebroadcast. Survival Tips Applying Uda Loop Techniques is a part one of two episodes. All right, so hope you enjoy it. And again, this is a rebroadcast uh, broadcast episode. Hope you enjoy it. Uda Loop Techniques How to Apply These, part one of two. At I Dare Outdoors, Blog Talk Radio. My name is Nikki Dare. I Dare was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. I Dare, the acronym for integrity of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment, is the hallmark of my life, derived from learning to evolve through difficult circumstances. Growth experiences necessarily result from these challenges. Without the obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation of triumphing over adversity. My personal mission, therefore, is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best, best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. I did, and so can you. It's about personal empowerment and unlocking your inner potential. Most of all, it's about living a lifestyle of adventures in the outdoors. I dare, therefore, is a way of life. Please join me to discover your inner potential by sharing some of our own challenges. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and joining me today. Let's make it a blessed, joyful week this week. Thank you.
Yes, it's always a pleasure to be here again. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. and glad you can join me again. I'm Nikki Dare, your host at Ida Outdoors. I'm very excited this morning and very humbled to know the topic survival tips has connected to many of you. And this morning, join us discussing OODA concept, OODA concept. How is this concept effective to our survival techniques? Let's keep it here for the next 30 minutes then. More importantly, I want to mention this, the positive emails I have received from all of you listeners, thank you. Please, please do keep them flowing as I will continue to improve the shows. And just a reminder to send email with the questions, your questions and concerns. Send it to radio at idareweb.com. Okay, this morning in my studio, I'm once again well-armed with a couple of gentlemen who I have the privilege and so very humbled to know and meet and trained, very dynamic individuals, and I am so, so extremely grateful to have this morning for the next 30 minutes at least. Welcome back to my returning guest, Mr. Patrick Garrity, a former U.S. Marine Scout sniper and who is no stranger in the Hollywood A-list celebrities. He was a technical advisor to Mark Wahlberg's movie Shooter. Mr. Garrity advises not only the A-list actors, but also law enforcement, civilians, and military in all things, weapons and combat tactics related. He is currently a range master and instructor at DFT, Defensive Firearms Training, located in Fresno, and also he offers off-site trainings as well. Very dynamic individual, you guys. Joy to have you back in my studio, Sarge. Thank you. Glad to be back, Nikki. Oh, quite welcome. Another special and featured guest is also a former U.S. Marine of 13 years. Roosevelt Scott started his personal protection journey while serving in the U.S. Marine Corps, where he, he taught everything from small arms, handguns, to heavy machine guns. Oh, I like that. While in the Marines, he continued his training in personal protection as part of Special Response Team. SRT, who provided security for executives of the U.S. Department of Energy. While a member and later a team leader of the SRT, Mr. Roosevelt trained with such teams as the LAPD SWAT, SAS, which is British Special Air Service, the FBI's Hostage Rescue Team, HRT, the Israeli Anti-Terrorist Team, and numerous specialized teams from all over the United States. He is also NRA certified pistol instructor and live member of the NRA. Nevertheless, I'd like to add this about Mr. Scott or Mr. Roosevelt. <laughs> After the September 11, 2001 massacre, he worked with the security detail to provide protection for executives at Disney, Sony, Paramount, and Warner Brothers Studios, as well as Warner Brothers Records. After completing his 13 years in the Marine Corps, uh, he settled down, went to work as a police officer at the Bakersfield Police Department. After serving 10 years in the police force, Roosevelt was medically retired to an injury he sustained in the line of duty. He took a short hiatus and joined the Kern County District Attorney's Office as an investigator, where he worked for 12 years. And he is a Peace Officer Standards and Training, POST Certified Range Master, and a POST Post Certified Handgun rifle and shotgun instructor. One of uh, the other duties at the DS office that he was uh, connected with was the Terrorism Liaison Officer, TLO. As one of the TLOs, he networked with agencies, 
both in public and private, who came together as one under the U.S. Department of Homeland Security to combat terrorism. Nevertheless, he earned a dual major associate's degree from Bakersfield College in Psychology and Administration of Justice. Roosevelt also still served with the U.S. military, only this time providing weapons instruction and training to deploying and home-based California National Guard and California Air Guard troops. Wow! I'm grateful to have you both gentlemen in my studio this morning. I was so very safe with both of you. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Nikki. Glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, likewise, likewise, Mr. Roosevelt. Okay, let's get at this, shall we? Uh, What is UDA? As some of us know in the firearms industry familiar with, is an acronym of Observe, Orient, Decide, Act. It outlines a four-point loop that supports quick, effective, proactive, or aggressive decision-making. And, you know, I want to ask this question to Mr. Roosevelt. Some of the listeners who are not familiar with the acronym, you know, stand for, and please, you know, you can probably elaborate more and tell us the background of this concept. How is it being used? And is it effective to our survival techniques? Hi, Nikki. Absolutely. As you said, UDA stands for Observe, Orient, Decide, and Act. And for that reason, it was actually uh, created by Colonel John Boyd of the uh, United States Air Force. And Colonel Boyd, um, in his studies, what he came up with was that when you're faced with a confrontation, uh, first you have to observe what's going on, orient yourself to it, decide what you're going to do about it, and then act. Well, Here's a great example of that. If you are, let's say, a bullfighter, and you're standing and the bull's charging you, you can see the threat coming towards you. Now, the threat has already made up its mind what it's going to do. Mm. What you have to do is something else. By removing yourself from its path, it has to start its OODA loop all over again. And while it's deciding what to do, you have already started yours because first you observed the threat, uh, you oriented yourself to it, you made a decision, I've got to do something about it or I'll be trampled by this bull, and then you start to act. So when you step off path of the bull, you are now ahead of the game. And keep in mind, whether it's a bull or it's your enemy, the longer you're on the defensive, the more time your enemy has to, you know, has to harm you. And so you've got to do something to throw them off. So it's almost like a, sounds like a decoy, is it? Yes, absolutely. So essentially, once you realize what's going on, you're actually playing the cat-mouse game, only this time you are pretending to be the mouse when you're really the cat. And so you allow it to come towards you, but you've already decided what you're going to do, which as I understand it, you spoke about Colonel Cooper's color codes of yes, awareness. And yes, so sir. these two things play hand in hand with each other. And so I always tell people that if you should always be aware of your surroundings, and if anyone ever sneaks up on you, they are good. You should never allow yourself or your awareness to go below yellow. 
Right. This is very, very, uh, it, this is very crucial. Mr. Garrity, I want to get back to you uh, for another insight on the background of the concept and examples. I know that you want to probably uh, share with us some of that with the listeners, please. Absolutely. Um, you know, UDA is, is all dependent on stimulus and the time it takes for you to respond to that stimulus. Um, stimulus obviously being a threat. If I could back up just a little bit and give a more, um, you know, a lighter example of, of how Thank UDA actually, actually works. Um, you know, you, you go through the, this mental process hundreds of thousands of times a day with every action that you perform. You're always observing, orienting yourself, making a decision and acting upon that decision. You know, a much lighter example could be, you know, uh, something you do every day. Uh, let's take, for example, you make a sandwich, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You're observing, you know, that you have, you're observing where your peanut butter and your jelly and your bread are. You're orienting yourself to get ready to make the sandwich. You're deciding that you're going to make a sandwich and you act upon that and actually do make the sandwich. Well, where, what happens if you get a phone call when you're in the middle of making that sandwich? Uh, do, you uh. stop your, do you stop your OODA process, your thought process of making that sandwich and transition to answer, answering that phone call once you've observed it? You're going to orient yourself to it, decide whether you're going to answer that call or not, and then actually answer that call or not. This happens in a threat situation or in a crisis type situation. Your attacker has observed your actions, is orienting themselves to you, deciding what they're going to do, and acting upon those decisions. What your job, as Mr. Scott mentioned, is to interfere with that thought process and do something to throw off that thought process. So, you know, something like a verbal command or drawing your weapon and giving a, a verbal command would cause that attacker or your adversary to um, go from one OODA loop to a different OODA loop. Now they have to make a decision based off of what you're throwing at them uh, as far as what they're going to observe and orient uh, based off of what your actions are. So it's always, it's always good to incorporate this and into, into your reaction, uh, into your response to a stimulus, um, as they follow up to uh, the color, the 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 level of color code of mental awareness that, that you're at. You know, if you're in condition red, and you should be uh, in the acting portion of your OODA loop. Um, you know, whereas your attacker is already in the acting portion of their OODA loop. So now you've elevated your level of mental awareness to condition red. Now you need to do something to throw them out of their thought process. So after you disrupt his OODA loop, then get into the offensive mode and combat mindset in aggressive way, aggressively. Absolutely. It's, it's very important to, as, as Mr. Scott said, um, to get on the offensive as, much as, you, as, as quickly as you can as soon as that stimulus presents itself to you because uh, in order to control a situation, you need to be offensive instead of defensive. Defensive would be um, you being reactionary to a situation which is not recommended. Um, in a in a in a crisis situation like what we're talking about on air, right, Mr. Scott, with your background teaching with different teams all over the world, how how is this similar with the other disciplines and skills that you are familiar with? Share with us. Well, 
Okay. Well, one of the things is there's a common thread with every officer, every military person that I've ever trained with or had the privilege of training with, and that was to uh, go on the offensive as quickly as possible. You know, it's we're oftentimes caught off guard because those who intend to do us harm, they've already decided what they're going to do, and they're in the Absolutely. acting phase. So as Mr. Garrity said, you know, we have to turn the tide. You know, the, the quicker we can get on the offensive, even if we realize a threat, and as simple as Mr. Garrity said, a verbal command or moving or shifting yourself, they have to reacquire. And during that time, you have an opportunity to go on to the offensive. And that's extremely important to to um, get the upper hand as quickly as possible. Mm. So, yes, that's a common thread uh, through all those teams and team members and military uh, personnel I've had the privilege of, of uh, training with. No. If and when weapons are in play, what what must we do? Uh, or should you must have a weapon to to fight back? And we use our, you know, like a lot of a lot of discipline skills now is saying that you can use your body and mindset to fight back. Like what we're speaking right now, uh, pretty much. Uh, Mr. Gary, I would like to throw in that question to you. Uh, as as far as what you do once once you're in the acting portion. Yes, the acting portion. I mean, you know, now you have a weapon. Let's say any tool, gun, let's say, or knife, love, I don't know, anything. And then you realize you do, you can use this. And then the, right. um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, your first, your, your, your first it, it's all situation dependent. It uh, depends on, you know, how many adversaries you have, what type of weapons they have. Um, you know, in most states, it's a good rule of thumb to use um, equal you know, e equal or proportional force. You know, for example, if somebody's breaking into your home and trying to steal your TV, in California, it's not, if they don't have a weapon, it's not advisable to uh, use your weapon against them. It's more advisable to use a phone just because of the way gun laws and laws are set up in California, whereas in Texas, that's very different. If somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night, you can use your weapons, whether they have weapons or not, they're on your property. Uh, so it's it's definitely situation dependent. Um, I, w I would say if your adversary has a weapon and is coming towards you and is acting, um, it, it it is your job to use whatever you have available to you, whether that be a, a, a knife, an edged weapon, um, you know, a, a gun, or um, any type of improvised weapon that you might be able to utilize in your own home, let's say for a home defense situation. Uh, the thing that people need to remember with this response to stimulus or uh, going through your OODA loop is there are factors affecting um, your response time to this stimulus. And some of those factors include uh, the complete denial of the situation, like, oh, wow, this can't be happening to me. Um, your, emo your emotional... Your, your emotions come into play also, uh, especially if it's in a situation where um, you're, you're, you're being attacked and you're a female and it, it turns into a rape defense situation. Your emotions obviously run high. Um, things like adrenaline and fatigue also uh, affect your response time and your decision-making abilities. Um, adrenaline spikes, uh, you're, you gain tunnel vision, 
Um, there are other physiological factors that happen, such as, you know, bo your body shakes. Uh, because of that adrenaline, you have shortness of breath. Um, this also leads to fatigue, and all, all of those, denial, emotion, adrenaline, and fatigue can lead to your decision-making ability or can, can affect your decision-making abilities negatively. So the important thing is to not just react to the situation and immediately move to control the situation in an offensive manner, but also realize some of these factors that may affect your decision-making abilities and try to combat them uh, with, you know, not, not having denial of the situation, having prepared for the situation and realizing that this is actually happening and I need to react, uh, not being emotional, uh, taking deep breaths and oxygenating the muscles helps fight the adrenaline spike as well as the fatigue. Um, if you're already fatigued going into a situation like this, you can't really do anything about that. Uh, usually the adrenaline overcompensates for the fatigue, and now you have to fight the adrenaline and not the fatigue. So all things that are good to take into consideration when you're in these situations. But when it comes time to act, it is important to act whether you have a weapon or you need to find an improvised weapon or whatever the case may be, it's important to take the offensive. That's how you get into the other person's OODA loop, how, how you get into your adversary's OODA loop is by taking action, especially by taking action that uh, they were not prepared for. Right, and that's, that's uh, piggybacking what, what Mr. Scott was saying earlier also. Uh, so I want to I wanna get your insight on this, Mr. Scott, um, on exactly what, uh, what Mr. Garrity was saying just now uh, on the code red, I mean, on, on, the, um, on the red stage right now, the, you know, you're, you're in fight, you're in the imminent right now. So what are you inside on that? I mean, should, should, I want to hear it from you too, <laughs> you know, using your body mindset to fight back and some of, some of those things, I mean, you know. Right, and so, you know, once you get that, once you realize that you're faced with a threat, your body prepares you for the fight or flight, and that's where the chemical dump comes into. And so what you have to do is get past that startled reflex because you can't have yourself uh, appearing to be a deer caught in headlights. You, you yeah. have yeah. to shake it off. And that's going to come from, um, from pre-planning you know, and doing the what-ifs. You, you have to do that in every situation. For example, if you walk into a store, and let's say a corner convenience store, you know the way that you entered that location. You know, there's nothing wrong with scanning to find out if something goes bad and I can't get out of that location, where's my next exit? Because, you know, you, you have to remove yourself from it. And so you... What you want to do is is that on a daily basis, and as Mr. Garrity said, you go through your OODA loop thousands of times a day, and, and we may not realize it, and with every decision we make, we're actually going through an OODA loop. And, and so when you're faced with something terrible, get yourself past that. Play your what-ifs. If I go here and something bad happens, what am I going to do? have not only plan A and B, but have plan A through Z and every other alphabet and number that you can come up with because when something bad happens, the first thing you're going to do is go to your Rolodex. You're going to flip through your Rolodex to see, okay, I planned for this, I planned for that. All right, although this does not match exactly what's in my Rolodex on this card, but it's something similar. And so a person who 
tries to come up with a plan at the moment something occurs is quite likely to uh, not win that situation. So right. you, you have to play what-if games with yourself all the time. And it doesn't mean that you're paranoid. All it means is, yeah. is that I'm aware and I'm not going to allow someone to sneak up on me. And if something bad happens, what am I going to do to remove myself from that situation? And so talk to your family, your friends, because there are a lot of wolves out there, and so we can't let those wolves catch us off guard. So. Oh, well said, yeah. Uh, this is tying in to the uh, level of the code of awareness that we are familiar with already by now, or it should be, uh, with uh, uh, Jeff Cooper's uh, famous you know, color code of yellow. So you are aware of your surrounding. You must be alert to your surrounding, your environment. And one of the examples you just uh, mentioned a while ago is when you go to a grocery store, you, you make sure there's an exit. You know, you're not going to be trapped in there. What if something happens in there? Um, I think um, past shows I mentioned about going to Starbucks. I love Starbucks, by the way. And, you know, when they ask you your name, you're not going give, to give them your real name, are you? I mean, that's silly. And then there is a guy or a couple, couple, you know, potential threats, something like that. Been watching stalker, but potential stalker, you know, watching you, been watching you doing your routines every morning, let's say, and getting your coffee. And now he knows your name every morning. Yes. Correct. I mean, Absolutely. yeah. I mean, call me crazy, but you know, I'm not paranoid. I'm just protecting myself. Yes. I'm being alert of my surrounding. Relax, alertness. Be vigilant. Staying vigilant. Uh, what What are your thoughts on that, Mr. Scott? Well, you know, you're absolutely right, and it's it's really tough nowadays because predators are lurking everywhere. And so I pose this question to people often, and I'll ask, "What does a bad guy really look like?" And mm. some have these preconceived ideas based on a person's dress, uh, yeah. the way they look. Maybe they're hanging out with several people who are uh, may not appear to be someone that we might hang out with, but what does a bad guy really look like? And I can't get a straight answer on that. And so because of that, you should stay in color code yellow all the time. You know, when you're out and about, away from your home, from your safe haven, your castle, you have to be at level yellow. Because, again, if someone sneaks up on you, they have to be good. You should constantly be scanning to be aware of your surroundings. And if you see someone, let's say you walk out of Starbucks and you see someone who's staring at you, just by looking them on their eyeballs, if they have something up their sleeve, they know that you've seen them. And even if you say, hello, good morning, nice shirt, something, um, awareness is prevention. And yes. But there are some bad guys out there that are just uh, dead set on victimizing you. And when you play these what-if games with yourself, you yourself have to have your own bag of tricks to counter whatever it is that you're facing. And then you go back to something as simple as, moving off the path of this bad guy, you interrupt their UDA. And mm -hmm. so then you, because you thought about stepping offline, you've already gone into your UDA. You throw them off, and 
once they're trying to acquire, you can either escape or if they're close enough to you or too close to you to counter what it is that they're, you know, that they may be doing. And something as simple as a hand towards their face, you know, when you get a hand shoved in your face, your head moves away. Um, if they're close enough to gouge, a slap to the face, a slap to the nose, a slap to the neck, something to throw them off while you escape. You know, so we have to be vigilant. We have to keep our heads about ourselves. If not, we're just, you know, when you're out in the wild, if you look like prey, you'll be preyed upon. If you look like food, you'll be eaten. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's easy as that. It's wanna, a wild world out there. Yeah. <laughs> it is Absolutely a violent world so. out there. Um, if you're not aware, notice the things around you, your chances of surviving are greatly, greatly reduced, you know, and that just just learn this, this color code of awareness. We've been talking about this over and over. And we can say it all over and over again until our faces turn blue, but if you do not practice it and then actually implementing it in your daily routines, in your daily life, it becomes your way of life, um, it doesn't mean anything to you. You know, you must apply this. Uh, Mr. Garrity, uh, I know that we mentioned about the weapons and then the body and mindset to fight back. Is there any other addition to that that you would like to add um, with, with all of the uh, uh, practices and skills that you're familiar with, experienced with. Well, first, I'd like to agree with Mr. Scott. Absolutely, if if you can, if you're the type of person that enjoys thinking about situations and what if this happens and what how am I going to react to that situation, that's excellent. That's just as good a training as as self defense or weapons training. Um, the what ifs can't prepare you for everything, but they do act as a dress rehearsal and they do show. Some of the commonalities we talked about in earlier in, in an earlier episode of your show, um, you know, some of the common actions that happen, such as the adrenaline spiking and and things like that, when a stressful situation is presented to, to you. Um, but what ifing what ifing the heck out of all these situations uh, for people like myself, and I'm sure Mr. Scott, that's that's a fun thing to do for us. We do that unintentionally and subconsciously every time we walk into a restaurant or a supermarket or a bank. What if I'm going to get held up at the ATM? What do I do? What if the restaurant gets uh, shot up while I'm there having dinner with my parents? You know, you think your way through those situations. What, what understanding situational awareness, the color code of mental awareness, and this OODA loop concept, what, um, what understanding those concepts and Training um, allows you to remain calm in these types of situations so that you can make those decisions better, uh, so that you can go through your OODA process much faster. Uh, and, and what this also leads to is not just self-preservation, but the protection of others around you. So, for example, if you are, say, I'm in, you know, I was in the bank with my dad last week helping him take care of some financial stuff. Uh, I'm while I'm in there, I'm what ifing the heck out of that situation. What if the place gets shot up right now? Well, I'm not just there thinking about what I would do myself and how I would protect myself or end the threat by myself. I'm also thinking about how I can protect others because I've gone through yeah. all this training. I understand situational awareness. I'm already what ifing the situation. So that that if everybody knew about this and everybody practiced this and, um, you know, understood the concepts of UDA and the, and the color code of mental awareness, um, everybody would be safe. 
but you have the people that are always in condition white standing next to you that don't know what to do in a situation like this, and they start freaking out. And if yeah. you're the person that knows how to control this type of situation, you can protect those people, get them to safety, and then deal with the threat possibly, if that is available to you. But that's, that's the main thing I walk away from this is through training and through understanding these concepts, helps you remain calm, make decisions better, and even protect others. Wow, that's good, yeah. And I, I want to repeat that over and over again. You guys need to get into this training, into this uh, uh, understanding of this uh, concepts. And, um, hey, <laughs> we're running out of time. It's always, it's always happening every time when we're having fun, right? Um, any last thoughts, insights you would like to convey to our listeners at this moment? Uh, Mr. Mr. Scott, please. Oh, no, I just want to back up what Mr. Gary said, and uh, if everyone's aware, um, the bad guys would have a less chance to victimize us. Yes, yes, that's very true. All right, gentlemen, I, I'm running out of time, and I'm very humbled to have you both again this morning in my studio. Mr. Patrick Garrity, Mr. Roosevelt Scott, this morning, come back and join us again. What I'd like to do, uh, hopefully by next Wednesday, same time, same channel, same same everything here, to continue on the on the areas of, you know, when we have to fight, we are in the offensive mode already. We are to be, you know, we are uh, required to be aggressive now. You know, what, what do we do? You know, uh, like you said, training and applying this. Now, um, I'd like to discuss in more in details about that in our next show next next week, if that's okay with you gentlemen both. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you again. All right. Well, join us again next time, uh, Wednesday, next week, same channel, same time. I'm uh, with Nikki Dare Survival Tips and Techniques Discussions. Continue on in part two of two, learn your UDA loop and color code of mental awareness. Folks, again, thank you so very much. In the meantime, be safe. Be, stay safe. Stay in condition yellow. Stay vigilant. Watch your six. See you all on our next show next week. Give us a call with your questions and concerns. And, oh, before I forget, how do we reach you, uh, both of you? Uh, give me some information, contact information. I can, I can be reached in my email, Patrick Garrity, last name spelled G-A-R-R-I-T-Y, 8541 at gmail.com, or uh, the Defensive Firearms Training website at www.dftraining.com. Yes, sir. And Mr. Scott, yep. please. At my website, www.triplethreat.com. Solutions with an S dot net. Yes, sir. And I hear that you have some some kind of like a party, an event going on this weekend. Please uh, quickly share with us with that one, and then how can we reach you and then be attending on that if it's open for public, by the way? Absolutely. In Bakersfield, California, at the Bakersfield 420 Club, uh, 420 Club, uh, we're holding a charity fundraiser event for the Honor Flight, which uh, transports World War II veterans to Washington, D.C., and also Kern County's Wounded Heroes. And uh, what we're doing, we're holding a shooting competition involving uh, folks from several different local agencies, and it's free to the public. So if you just happen to be in Bakersfield on Saturday, July 13th from 9 till noon, uh, stop by and see this charity event. I think you'd have a great time, and it'll help raise money for these two Outstanding charities. Yes, I agree with you. As long I, I can go over there, as long as you turn on the AC. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is All right, folks. 
Right, that's right. All right, folks, if you have any questions, give us a call, IDARE 866-280-6888, or email us at radio at IDAREweb.com. Nikki Dare, thank you again, gentlemen, being in the studio this morning. Thank you you again. Come back again next week, please. Yes, ma'am. All right, thank thank you you so much. I'm Nikki Dare, your host, signing off. Have a great day. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's website, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios. For details on Nikki Dare's outdoor hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes, please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. Join the community conversation to network and learn on different outdoor fun on her website, NikkiDare.com slash Freeforum. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkiDare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkiDare.com for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagement, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.